Happy Monday, September 26th, and welcome to Washington Live, powered by KCTC. I'm your host, Jaron Rosine. Our producer is Nick Steffens. Our publisher is Matt Bryant, and we're part of the Southeast Iowa Union. Uh, we're starting a little bit late today. Thanks for that. I drove from Des Moines this morning, uh, but we'll talk more about that in a little bit. Nick, how are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Yeah, I think you made pretty good time uh, down from Des Moines, too. Uh, yeah, I was diligent. Uh, but we'll talk more about your weekend, my mm -hmm. weekend, some of the many interesting things I learned in the deep southern Missouri. <laughs> but before we do that, breaking news as we speak, if you're watching live or uh, today, the 26th, the captain's table, also known as the Smouse House, is coming down right now. It is 1020 in the morning. Uh, contractor Brendan DeLong reports it'll take probably an hour to bring the whole building down. Then they will sort building materials. Trucks will come in tomorrow. Uh, exercise caution if you're driving by. <laughs> I slowed down a little, but uh, you definitely need to pay attention to traffic in addition to uh, if you're rubbernecking on the uh, on the demo. So exciting stuff. Yeah, so do they like put the water on there to make it? Keeps the dust down. Oh, okay. I didn't know. I didn't know if it was like to stop it from kind of going everywhere, if like dampening the wood made it there's all better. I don't know. I don't believe there's a real combustion issue, yeah. but it's more to keep the, the dust down yeah. and visibility um, and so on. Uh, do you know what's going in there? I think. Did you cover this in your news break? Uh, no, I haven't. So it'll so. be a scooters, a scooters coffee. Oh, OK. Oh. I've kind of heard the, the rumblings around town of, yeah. of a scooters possibility. So they, they've closed on it and that'll be the, the building. The scooters itself will be on the far east side of the lot. The entry and exit will be on the far west side that had to go through some DOT permitting. Uh, there'll also be access through the alley. Um, it's uh, exciting to see something happen in that spot, but it's certainly bittersweet. Because yeah. it it's on the historic registry of the state of Iowa. It's a historic building. Oh, really? And cannot still allowed to do that? You are. It goes through a different permitting process, mm. the demolition permit. It goes through historic preservation to make a recommendation. Um it just wasn't economically viable. There yeah, was yeah I mean, that's that's fair. Fundraising and, and grant writing and mm -hmm. many attempts to save, but the it'd be in the millions of dollars just to get it the structurally sound yeah. po portion covered, and it just wasn't wasn't doable. Yeah. Oh. Other news: a thank you to Diana for hosting and having Amber from Pause and More on. Wednesday, I will be at a conference, and Todd will be back with Dr. B.J. Green. That'll be Wednesday the 28th. Uh, look forward to those conversations uh, happening happening this week. If you have a birthday shout-out, stick that in the chat, if you would. We have several today. You can also email those or anniversaries or local events to washialive at gmail.com. Let's see. What do we have? We have police report and weather. It is chilly. 55 degrees and cloudy as we speak. I was shivering walking in. It was like 40-something degrees when I got here. I was not expecting 40s. Well, and we didn't have to lower the temperature in the room as much. Oh, yeah. I didn't even like, think about that because I've just been freezing all day. No, it's good. I run hot, and I come from the gym, and I'm like, it's roasty toasty. Uh, feels great in here today. Since we've last spoke, there's been 77 calls for service in the police report. 14 are traffic, 10 are vandalism. That is up. And I think that goes along with this uh, homecoming weekend with That's van animal coming in third, vandalism coming in second. You mentioned there was seven egging calls? Seven egging calls. That's and I didn't bad. even like connect in my brain that it was with homecoming. That was probably the, uh, the result. Yes. Um, and that's too bad because that is property damage. Yeah. And then I was filled in with some of the rest of the story in... Uh, with the forking, 
I believe the students that did the forking mm-hmm. were told under no circumstances would school property actions go without consequence. So apparently there was a very fair warning given, according to some. It's kind of a he said, she said, but I was looped in that mm. there's more more to the story. I guess that makes it a bit more more fair if they were verbally warned. Still sounds terrible. Still sounds. 30 days and all that. Yeah. Okay, what are the highlights? We have caller advised a parent got onto the school bus this morning and yelled and cursed at the students. <laughs> 9211 spoke with the caller and they requested for this to be documented. The school will handle the incident internally. Someone someone made Mama Bear mad. Apparently. Uh, we had an arson call. Uh, a caller reported that his employee advised him that a female subject drove past and threw a gallon of gas and a match into the garage as they were cleaning. Uh, 102 responded, and then there's a report to be filed under investigation. Okay. 115 West Washington. Caller reports a group of kids are blocking access to the library and using foul language. They've been asked to leave and will not leave. 109 spoke with the individuals and asked them to move on. And that's exactly what you should do. See trouble, call it in. Honest, there is nothing more terrifying than a group of middle schoolers. Well, I don't think these were middle schoolers. Well, maybe they were. But 653-2107 is the safety center number. If you need to call in some baloney, you can call it in the 2107. We have one other. Ford. It was a call for disorderly conduct. Caller reports two subjects yelling loudly in the neighborhood. 102, 106, 109, and 112 all responded. Must have been a little bored. Uh, (laughs) Subjects were just watching the Iowa game. No issues. (laughs) Understandable. Understandable. Uh, And as you mentioned, seven reports of egging. Not so bueno. No. Uh, Local events. We mentioned that the Captain's Table Smouse House is coming down as we speak. We have the Oktoberfest Golf Tournament on the 30th uh, this weekend. Are there any other local events to report? Uh, Not that that I know of. I think that's that's all of them. For some other fun highlights, I'll do my good week four, bad week four uh, before we go to break, and then we'll show some some of the learning that we've done. <laughs> so it is a good week this week for do-overs. With the release of the iOS 16, a software update for iPhones will give users up to 15 minutes to edit typos from sent text messages. Users prone to attacks of late-night nostalgia can even delete sent messages <laughs> entirely, though the window to undo send is a cruelly short two minutes long. That's Were you aware of these updates? I, I was before like before the update came out of they're going to do it, and I'm like a little concerned. like Because now you can, someone can send you something, and they're like, I never said that. They can will just it, gaslight you. can be like, here's the receipts. It's it not in there. Will it show the undo sent, though? Like I, think it says, I think it says edited or something like that. I would think so, yeah. Um, Good week for lunch with a new study suggesting that eating only during daylight hours can substantially decrease symptoms of depression and anxiety. So I can only eat when it's the sun's up? Well, daylight eating apparently has... I mean, yeah, I think that's good. good results I don't think we need a, a study to decide that when I'm sitting on a couch and it's dark and I'm eating Cheetos that I'm not in the best headspace. <laughs> <laughs> Although that folk psychology stuff will get you all riled up because I would say this as well in my yeah. undergrad, but some of those professors would get all worked up. Like, <laughs> no, it's just called common sense. Yeah. And it's absolutely fine to use. That's how it was. Cause I, production was like in the comms department and so they had to take a lot of like comm theory classes. And it's like, if you neglect Sounds. a child, they'll like turn out pretty messed up. And it's like, I don't think I needed like a, a study to tell me to like be a good parent. Well, and you know, there's the ethics of all of these studies they yeah. did at the beginning too, because they would like administer pain to someone and, yeah. and it was actually administering pain to them by like having to do that. It was a whole, 
Yeah, we don't need to go those, into those, those 70s ethics, but psych studies were crazy. There's some rough, <laughs> rough times. All right, so, so bad week. Um, huh. Well, I have three things in the bad week. Bad week for inclusivity when a progressive uh, representative from Washington marked the anniversary of 9-11 with a tweet remembering the 2,996 people that were killed. But that number includes the hijackers. Mm. So I think you're, yeah, we don't include them in the... Yeah. And the rest in peace category. <laughs> yeah, That's a bunch be. of baloney. Yeah. So bad week for that comment. Bad week for green energy. When a team of West Virginia coal miners came to the rescue of an out-of-state couple whose electric car ran out of battery charge. Miner Daniel House says he steered clear of potentially contentious topics while helping push the couple's car, but did give them a Friends of Coal license plate. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what we call irony. Yes, I think it is. We have one other uh, bad week uh, for horse trading. I did hear this as well with claims in the new book that was released by David Enrich that former President Donald Trump once tried to pay a lawyer um, a $2 million legal bill by giving a lawyer a horse that he claimed was worth worth much more than $2 million. The lawyer said, uh, this is not the 1800s. You cannot pay me with a horse. <laughs> I mean, that's fair. Legally, I feel like that might be like you need to pay proper compensation. But that could be an investment because you put that horse into races. It can, yeah, I it mean, if it lucrative. was agreed upon, I think it'd be totally fine. <laughs> well, we're going to go to break. Uh, if you have a birthday shout out, stick that in the chat. I have several. When we come back, uh, I am all banged up and bruised. <laughs> but I learned so much in southern Missouri uh, about the the springs. And we'll talk about some archaeology stuff Uh Join us after the commercial break. You're watching Washington Live. We'll see you in a moment. At Ace, we're eager to assist you with all your shopping needs. Whether that be finally painting that room, getting ready for the next hunting season, or upgrading your bathroom. Whatever it may be, we'll make sure you get what you need. Federation Bank is a locally owned bank providing award-winning customer service. We believe that we are more than just a federation of banks, but a federation of communities serving Brighton, Richland, Wellman, Washington, Iowa. Federation Bank's highly skilled staff is here to make sure you are able to accomplish your personal and professional goals, whatever they may be. Federation Bank, your family bank. When you aspire to be a dancer, you are both an artist and an athlete. Your strength combines with beauty and grace seamlessly. Your efforts result in enhanced coordination, the ability to cooperate and compromise with others, and the confidence to perform in front of an audience. Not to mention the fun you will have and the lifelong friendships you will develop. We are enrolling now for fall classes and we would love to see you shine like the star that you are. Join us for Dance and Tumbling at Stairway to the Stars. Please visit our website for online registration. Hey, Andrea. <laughs> <laughs> what do you call a beehive with no exit? 
What? Unbelievable. <laughs> Welcome back to Washington Live, powered by KCTC. I'm your host, Jaron Rosine. I'm joined today by our producer, Nick Steffens. We're going to talk about some of the the learning that we did this weekend. <laughs> uh, do you want to start? What'd you do? Uh, I, had a, I don't want to say a boring weekend. It was more of just a, a relaxing, calm weekend of, I got a haircut. That was about the most like, exciting. But not thing. too much, just a little. Not too much. Yeah. Um, I had, so the reason I don't get haircuts that often is so here's, here's just the backstory. All right. I used to have like longer hair than I did before this haircut, pretty long. Uh, my girlfriend at the time Venmoed me 30 bucks and said, you better not have long hair when I see you. Oh, that's very bossy. <laughs> yeah, it was before uh, Valentine's and Day. She is no longer your girlfriend. No, yeah, so, so <laughs> um, my friend was like, oh, I got this barber for you, he's great. And so he gave me a haircut of like, skin taper on the side oh, like, like my hair is height, like what i've got going on or no? like lighter than that and my hair is oh, like shorter than that my hair is too light for that Not forgiving yeah, so i looked such. like bald and like mm. it's and i have like a bad widow's peak as it is it was an awful haircut so i've had like anxiety of getting my haircut ever since and I so it's, i just have to like bite the bullet every time well, i'm on the four week haircut train i don't know what <laughs> everyone else does or if anyone has an I'm opinion like the six month <laughs> i know we have uh, many live viewers and uh, you can always uh interact if you'd like share what just your thoughts because i want well we'll dive into that in a second but yeah i'm on the four week train <laughs> yeah with the haircuts before that i i grew it out twice for two years mm -hmm. once when i studied abroad and once just to do it again so yeah. It's I'm starting to look a little uh, like I did not have a place to live. So that's that's I had to, and I had that's kind of why I need to <laughs> I look a, a little too shaggy with mine. Well, I was talking about uh, my weekend and mm -hmm. you mentioned that some of this you learned in your archaeology yeah. coursework. So I went to, uh, as some of you know, the Pultite campground south of Salem, Missouri. Uh, had an awesome time. It was for my buddy Scott's bachelor party. People were incredibly kind down there, gave helpful advice. This was uh, one of the caves. So you thought the water was cold because it's all <laughs> spring fed. And then you hop in this water where it's coming right out of the cave. And so then we heard three different things. We heard it was uh, in the corner. They said, be careful, don't jump in over there or be prepared for a current. It's 90 feet deep. Okay. Then someone said it's 120 feet deep. Then another person said it's 180 feet deep. And then I was in the restroom, visit, like brushing my teeth and some guy named Herloff, <clears throat> Herloff, Danish name, He'd been doing it for 30 years, and he said, they're all wrong. I read a book. <laughs> it's 200 feet deep. They found uh, a canoe, like a yeah. Native American indigenous canoe stuff. And when I was mentioning this to you, Nick, you said, you've heard about this. Yeah. This so I, very spot. Because I was, I almost got. Uh, Is the picture still showing? You don't need yeah, to keep. Yeah, it's, it's, well, I can. My torso on the. It's <laughs> not showing. Um, <laughs> Yep. But when I took a, an archaeology class over the over the summer, we learned about it because there's so many things that are either underwater now or were underwater that we didn't find for so long because as the water, water level changed. changes through the centuries. So there's things that are like in these cave systems that for them was sea level and then it wasn't for a long time. And now it is again. Like, so it's, it's fascinating. Would you yeah. go to the one where there's the other spring, just mm -hmm. the, the landscapey shot? Right. Oh, that, that, yeah. Right. Just one no, right back here. one. Well, this is the drive, so that's what we were going into. I mean, many people have seen that. Go back one and show that spring. This one? There was another one called the Devil's Well that led up to, and then this was right across from our campsite. You oh. just have to cross the river and hike up, and this is where it originates. The ecosystem was fragile. We weren't swimming or diving or playing around in there. Yeah. Um, but we, I obviously did dive. This is our group. Yeah, right there. Good, good fun. Two <laughs> people didn't go. They have too much anxiety to float. That's that's fair. One so of my friends five, can't swim. Five <laughs> and seven went, and 
I have banged up bruises, marks, cuts, and scrapes <laughs> to show for it. Oh yeah, we ate well. We got oh yeah, a little the, food the, shot. Get the which was kind of fun. I took some marinated meats and just oh, took cast iron. And I bet they, were, I bet they were happy that you came along to to cook them all. Some yeah, great I was food. A, I was a helper, but it was a real group. <laughs> that was what, yeah. Since we're talking about it, I was really moved by. I think it's just part of getting older. Like mm-hmm. people were considerate, mm-hmm. kind, accepting of each other. Because two of us, there's two new people to the group. Everyone else knew each other really yeah. well. But there was a lot of grace and patience. Well, that's, uh, so I you kind of have to be when you're spending like that much time together. <laughs> Living, yeah. That's close proximity. So it would have been how many, two months ago now? Well, how long ago? It was three months ago now in June when I went to, to a bachelor party. It was a bunch of guys, but none of us, I didn't know any of them because it was my brother-in-law. So his friends from school, oh, friends yeah. from high school, college, and like work friends. And uh, yeah, it was everyone was came it nice? together. Did everyone? Every, yeah, everyone got along. And it was all these people from compl- all different people. Like if we knew each other outside of that situation, we probably wouldn't have like, you know what I mean? Like if we met each other, but outside. it was intentional. There was an effort made, and mm-hmm. it sounds like it was very nice. Yeah, it was, it was a it was a really great time, and like saw them at the wedding a couple uh, two weeks later, and like it was all hugs, and they had met me, you know, one time. I think for this reason, the wedding is going to be great as well because we all yeah. have this bonding mm-hmm. experience. The wedding is in November, and oh, wow. I think so, that's the highlight. Yeah, it was just a really nice time. Uh, probably about seven hours and forty minutes. Mm-hmm. We all took our turns driving. The vehicles were packed, and it yeah. was. It was well, a smooth operation. I was supposed to have a bachelor party like the same, like that weekend as well. So we would have had no show on, on Friday, but in Colorado, but now it's due to things getting canceled around. It's now in Mount Pleasant, Iowa, which love Mount Pleasant, a little bit of a downgrade to go from uh, Fort Collins, Colorado to, to Mount Pleasant. Well, Iowa. It's not the, the, the activities um, change, yeah, changed a lot. So. <laughs> well, that's where I feel totally out of the loop. Um, I'll figure this out too. I have not been able to watch the show with Diana and Amber yet. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if the Hawkeyes won. I don't know how the Twins <laughs> did. I don't know who the homecoming king is. This is embarrassing. But I got the paper I, right here. Well, I'm going to read it in a second. <laughs> but, so we were a little bit misled on this trip, which was good for our bonding but Mm -hmm. scott made it seem like oh yeah like reception's like a little bit spotty down there but it'll be fine (laughs) no it was an hour before we arrived at our final destination nothing (laughs) absolutely nothing not even i mean i wasn't even trying you just go to airplane mode but yeah it was really good but it meant from that moment on thursday in the middle of the afternoon late afternoon until sunday like i had nothing Whatsoever. I bet that was kind of nice, nice though, well, being able to completely unplug and. My anxiety was full yes. throttle when we got <laughs> back into Salem on Sunday, and I took it off airplane mode, and I just set it aside, and I let all the notifications come in. I'd, whether I'm popular or not, I don't know. There was 42 text notifications, <laughs> so that was a bit to dig through. Yeah, and it just—I was like nervous about what was going to come, mm-hmm. and there's yeah, there's nothing life-threatening. It's just about perspective. Yeah. Um, if you're watching, we appreciate you watching. Uh, if you're watching later, we appreciate that too. Obviously, just kind of a rambly show today. We're just visiting, mm-hmm. uh, covering a few important things though. We have a few world events to cover when we come back from break. We're going to do our break and our joke of the day with CEO Todd Patterson. And when we come back, we'll just cover a little bit about what's going around, going on around the world, mm-hmm. and then we'll close out today's show. Thank you for watching Washington Live. We'll see you in just a second.
Since 1905, Kelowna Cooperative Technology Company has helped our community stay connected with the latest advancements in clear, dependable telecommunications services. KCTC provides rural Iowans with access to high-speed fiber internet, as well as phone, television, computer repair, and cybersecurity solutions. We're also proud supporters of local organizations and area schools within the community. KCTC, keeping Kelowna connected. Farmland holds more than financial value, it holds emotional value. Whether your farm has been in your family for generations or it's an investment, we recognize the importance of your relationship with your land. At Hertz Farm Management, we have been serving landowners in Iowa for over 75 years. At Hertz, we bring a personal and knowledgeable approach to helping customers manage, buy, sell, or appraise farms. We invite you to visit our Washington office and partner with someone you can trust. I am now looped in, and I know that Kevin Flannery and Grace Moss are the homecoming king and queen. This is, of course, old news for uh, everyone else except for me, but uh, still wish uh, uh, congratulations to Kevin and Grace on, on that role. Thanks for sharing the paper with me. Yes, and I'm that the, the Kevin Flannery, he looks like I looked in high school, the, the shaggy kind of blondish hair and in the glasses i thought that I, I was very confused for a second you thought it was a little yeah self-portrait <laughs> yeah <laughs> well i'll come circle and then you found out that you are related to people in washington iowa we're connecting yeah, dots yeah the, the the leiden family in 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 washington i think so it'd be my grandpa's brother moved up here and, and started his family how did you connect this dot and so this almost means we're related but not quite yeah i was, I was like wait i'm related by marriage or by second marriage the Leiden cousins would be my step siblings. Yes, yeah, so yeah. so that means we're technically yeah, somehow we'll, related. We'll scratch it together somehow. Um, How did you find out though? What was the story? Uh, I was during the coaches show, and someone mentioned the Leiden, which is my mom's maiden name, and I was like, "Wait a second. And then I remember playing baseball. Yeah, we have a lot against of here. against Leidens, like and everything. And like, I don't think they know that I exist. I honestly could not tell you the name of of one of the Leidens, but we are related. Well, it is a big, small world yes. all the time, always connected. It's just mm -hmm. a matter of time before you find it out. Did I tell you when I was coming back from the airport in Atlanta and ran oh, into you, you someone that it. lives like six miles away? <laughs> we both lost the same piece of luggage because we were forced to check a carry-on. as a whole cluster and a half. Uh, so I'm standing next to this couple, and I'm like, hey, like, where are you guys from? And this is in Atlanta. They're like, oh, we're like iowa i'm like oh yeah like the same <laughs> like what what part of iowa like oh it's just like southeast iowa i'm like yes <laughs> like oh it's we don't even say like washington i'm like you have got to be kidding me. <laughs> and they're actually westchester address because they're mm -hmm. like oh we just say washington and yeah oh big small world the gentleman i ran into his name is colton uh, as we connected the dots about who we are he works for my uncle. Or my, <laughs> my uncle is his boss's boss. He just started working for the Coke industry. My uncle, Dan, he's like, I just spent the last three days at the hunt club where we did on, or two days where they do like an onboarding thing. That's crazy. It is just bizarre. <laughs> so you just keep oh, your yeah. eyes out. You'll always run into these funny, funny things. Yeah. <laughs> 
Okay, let's talk a little bit about what's going on around the world, and then we'll close out with some birthday wishes and uh, look forward to the next show coming up on Wednesday with Todd and Dr. Green. Uh, I guess so since I was in the car, I've been listening to some news and radio. Mm -hmm. I think the most poignant thing is the draft happening in Russia and Russian men are fleeing the country mm -hmm. and going to the border and there's immigration and asylum and uh, refugee. I mean, th yeah. that was a whole different category, but basically Russian men are fleeing the country because they're being drafted into the war with Ukraine. So this photo is yeah. the border with Georgia. Um, and I think they said it was like 16 miles long, like two days to get through the border. Like you sat in your car for two days before you were finally able that to, is, to cross. That is intense. And, and I did then, read as well that the U.S. is giving additional aid to Ukraine. Uh, I think for the half a, a billion just, dollars. Just under half a billion. Just under half a billion dollars of uh, aid for this country. And then this was intense. Finland. You can see the. Yeah. You can see it's extending all the way back. It's not related, but then for some reason the news, well, there's two things that I listened to on the radio this morning. Mm -hmm. One was about reservoir dog no wait reservation dogs not reservoir dogs the quentin tarantino movie but it's <laughs> reservation dogs and it's written and directed and it's on hulu by this guy who's a, a native american oh, oh, from yeah. oklahoma mm -hmm. and fx decided to film it in oklahoma it was like terry gross that did this full interview and i think yeah. she does a nice job with it was certain subjects i've seen i've seen parts of the show and it's it's very funny it's definitely one of those situations where i, I feel like it'd be funnier if i grew up in a reservation or maybe in oklahoma or Montana places with high indigenous like populations. Yeah, sure. But even for me, I think it's it's a funny show. I highly recommend well, it. Well, I think I am going to dive into it. And then they talked about too the words that we use because you can use Indian, Indian, Native American, American, indigenous. It just depends on kind of the reading the room, I guess, because we yeah. want to be considerate. Yeah. Um, so again, shifting gears uh, violently once more before we go into our birthdays. We have <clears throat> the Russians that are fleeing, mm -hmm. but then the next special was all about like the immigration backlog and all of the struggles with the border. And we don't get too political on this show, but I think we can objectively know that there's apparently it's a five year backlog in yeah. the court system in the category of immigration. It's really not good. And I actually, I think I read about that right after the episode with, with John Gish and talking about how the legal system can kind of get, I don't, I don't know if backlog, well, he was talking, two different I know it's two different categories, but it's system, kind of but. all the way. We getting, probably need, yeah. oh, sorry, I cut you off. We probably need an expert to actually know exactly. what they're talking but it's about. It's just like, there's, I don't know if it's a manpower situation, getting more judges and lawyers and, and people, but it is a. Well, you add all of those layers of complications. Exactly. You've got language, and mm -hmm. then uh, apparently lawyers are for the court system that you have a right, but as an immigration situation, don't. you're not like provided counsel, yeah. uh, and it's not always in your the language that you speak best or can read best, and so you are left to kind of fend for yourself, and that's fine, but then you. I think it just contributes to the problem and the backlog because mm -hmm. it all builds up on each other. Yeah. Um, and like I said, we, this show is about good news and fun vibes and great guests. And we try to not go political really, mm -hmm. but sometimes I can't help but talk about what's going on around the world. Cause I mean, there's a thing. Yeah. I mean, it is one of those things where we can, we get, we get the privilege to kind of come and sit here and, and talk about the fun stuff, but some yeah. people don't. And so it is good to kind of at least acknowledge what's happening. If you have an idea for a guest that you'd like to see on the show, always you can email that to washialive at gmail.com. You can throw it in the chat. We do have a nice list going on the left and we have a little schedule over here on the right as they start to fill in. So we might have your person on the list, but if not, or if you're not sure, throw it our way. We want to give you some of the content that you'd like to see. Uh, we appreciate your, your viewership and support. 
As always, if you'd like to advertise on Washington Life, talk to Julie here at the Southeast Iowa Union, the Journal Building. Julie is the person that will make it all happen. So we just have one celebrity birthday. That'll make yeah. the birthday game easy. <laughs> so, yeah, it was. Uh, well, it's only us, so like I didn't think it'd be right to to play the birthday game. It just kind of be Super me awkward. making you guess the birthdays. It kind of works out because there's only one. Uh, celebrity birthday today. I do need to say happy birthday to a few people. Uh, John's wife, Nicole, has a birthday. Happy birthday to Nicole. Uh, Haley Brockman is a friend with a birthday. Shar Anderson has a birthday today. Clay Eaton has a birthday today. And then a happy belated birthday to Andy, to Andrew Billhart. Saturday the 24th, belated birthday to you. And our celebrity birthday. Serena Williams. Who is... I could guess since it's just one. I think she's like my age or a little older. So like 40, one. 41, yep. <laughs> I think I just heard a thing on her because Tiger Woods was congratulating. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter, but happy <laughs> birthday to Serena. We know you're watching. Appreciate your support. <laughs> you're watching Washington Live, powered by KCTC. Thank you to our uh, producer, Nick. I'm your host, Jaron Rosine. On Wednesday, look forward to Todd Patterson with Dr. Green. We will see you soon.